Did you just say someone who knows football and lions in the same sentence? Didn't like the skin I was in. We're gonna bitch and shit all over everybody. I am tasting the number. What does it taste like? It tastes like blue. Dave wanted to put you two on the rankings and mark one. Uh, even though you're number one in the league. Out. How is he gonna do uh, that? I told you once, and I'll tell you again. Bobby D ain't going out like a bitch. For this week, I knew I was gonna lose. I, I don't know how. I just had that feeling. Our horses are well fed this week and ready to run. What's up, Hot Dog Nation? It's your boy, Torzy, aka Mr. Unlimited. Can you so, hear me? So yeah, we can hear you. So, All right, so guys, he, I, my connection wasn't good. I I pulled up to the carpet liquidators and joined the back. What's up, hot dog fans? This is your dude Duong, talking from Thailand. I'm speaking to you in the future. At the end of the league, when I win, I'm gonna take a small bottle of champagne and spread my. back everyone this is the hot dog report heading in to week five of this fantasy football season i'm here with my guest co-host walker tassin and our super producer owner of super china buffet one andrew chang hello fellas yo 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 quarter away into the season i thought let's start off with a new segment we're always dropping new segments here um we're gonna go into the record book it's been 84 years. So we're going to open up the large record book we have of three seasons. And I have some interesting things for this week and just looking in the past. So there is a current battle that will be had this weekend between the Tiger Fins and Bill DeWaller. No one team has lost four in a row. And both of these teams have lost four in a row this year. Oh, Man, this is kind of the uh, stink off of the week, uh, stink off of the of the year. Yeah, it's, it smells awful, but it's something to play for, right? <laughs> <laughs> you won't find a better one. No, bo- both teams, like I said, remember the remember the uh, pre rankings tour was at number one, and now yeah. he's fallen hard. Oh, God, yeah, Spider Two Wide Banana took you uh, kind of slipped out on the route. Today you're gonna get one of my favorite plays, Spider Two Wide Banana. I'm gonna tag. It was Z over. Yep. Uh, Phil. Taking out. shots. Whoever's taking shots every time Walker says that, take one now. Spider two white banana. Peak too early. Peak too early. Next one soon. is dra- like acquisition from drafted players. So Bob had the best draft coming out of fantasy, and he can say all he wants about Mike Davis. You made the pick, asshole. Don't blame it on me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Drew has 477 points from drafted players thus far, okay, which gives him an average of 119 per game. So his drafted players could beat Coles and Taurus team every week. But, yeah, aside from that, he's on pace to, to, to have the most points from drafted players per week. So, you know, we don't want to inflate his head too much, but, Drew, it appears that thus Not far possible. you've had the best draft. Like I said, I don't have any start set decisions. I just I drafted my players and I just you know, I barely look at my lineup. That's beautiful. That's like just removing that anxiety and stress. Yeah, you've come you a ever, long way since week one. Do you ever feel like do you ever feel like <laughs> be, 
you ever feel like because of that you don't it like it, it like almost feels like you don't care about the team or you're like you're so disengaged from it the day-to-day uh no i love i love looking at my team man i i i don't do that much i just kind of habitually open up yahoo sports and look at my team and scroll up and down and i look at the wire for like two minutes and then i realize there's no moves to be made and then i turn my phone off and then like an hour later i probably do the same thing <laughs> i probably do yeah. like six times a day <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you, yeah your reflex is there but you're just not doing anything yeah, yeah. you don't need yep. to nope. so we'll see how this keeps up we'll check with records every few weeks um the next one walker um obviously you're aware that you've scored the most points right thus far I am aware, yes. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Everybody yes. is. You've made us aware of 80 times per day. Yeah. Um, spe- a, a superstitious individual like yourself changes a team name after you've scored the most points. Uh, you know, wh- where does superstition lie there? Does it not factor into decision-making? Oh, well, I figured, you know, it really comes down to when you told me to stop changing my name, I was like, yeah, but that just wouldn't be me. You know, it's I have to oh. be – I got to be the same. You know what I mean? authenticity it didn't feel good yeah yeah but it's a work in progress anyway you know what i mean i'll find one eventually but uh you know until then i'm a you know i'm a moody fantasy owner you're a project yep for all the ladies out there he's a project um (laughs) (laughs) all right so um you have currently 124 um 0.29 you are not on pace to beat Stager, which he averaged 139 points per season, per game last year. That's so right nice. now, you're 15 behind that. That's crazy. It, it's early. Stager, it's early. Stager also, Stager also won eight games last year in a row. Um, this man dominated. And he's slowly, slowly coming back. Um, so that's, that's the record books. We'll go in there every now and then. But let's get into um, the waiver report. Let's talk about the waiver wire. Let's talk about moves being made. For instance, this week, the most bid on player was AJ Green. Man, I was I was uh, upset. I was it was so hard for me not to say anything about AJ Green from Sunday <laughs> all the way to like when like Tuesday night at eleven fifty nine p.m. But somebody still bid on. I think it was uh, Tor got him. I just had a shitty waiver wire pickup, but I think everybody was looking for him. Yeah, f- five different people were looking for him, and um, thus far he has 24 targets, which is one less than Hopkins. And so unlike in some ways, you can look. Go ahead. Unlike Julio Jones, when he's hot, he's a touchdown magnet. So if he's if he can keep this up, he's going to get double digit touchdowns, and he's probably going to yeah. be a starter on Tor's team for the rest of the year. And this has been the third team he's been on. He's been on my team, I think, once. He's been Drew drafted him. Um, and now he lies. I'm probably on the team that needs him the most, right? Yep. Um, found his home. Yeah. He found his home. Um, but the, I think the big move of the week, the kind of move that will probably most benefit a team in the short term is Mark Buckenstager getting Damien Williams. Three players bid on him, Mark, Luke, and Tor. He gets Damien Williams, and according to Pro Football Focus, he's set <laughs> to get 70% of David Montgomery's carries. Wow. I like that Huge. one. I, yeah, I like that one a lot. He puts his time on the waiver wire, too. 25. Montgomery's out 
uh, five to six weeks. We're in week five. I mean, that's a third of the rest of the season before we go to the play. Actually, like to almost takes us all the way to our playoffs. What a huge pickup. Yeah, Jesus. Pickup. Huge pickup. And yeah, I mean, it looks good the, too. And he's back. Stager's back. To, we'll get into his power rankings later, but he's kind of back on the upward trend. Um, next, we have um, Mr. Cole. Cole's falling on hard times. Uh, any insight, Walker, on Cole right now? You're my Cole insider. Um, I don't. Like Sal Palatonio uh-uh. in Philadelphia. You have an <laughs> I don't know. Uh, my sources have been closed out. Yeah. Oh, he shut you down, huh? No, uh, it's just yeah, yeah. We'll we'll go with that. Okay, better for the show. All right, yeah. yeah. You, you knock it as an answer. You call and it just you know go straight to voice message. Cole has found a leader, an zero and four leader, someone that's going to bring him back to the promised land. That man is Daniel Jones. Oh, Danny Dimes? <laughs> Could yeah. that be the truth? Double D. Yeah, he's currently the number seven fantasy quarterback. And as Drew pointed out in our, uh, you know, show prep, he's dropped him. He's picked him up. Or he's picked him up, dropped him, then picked him up. Man, you know what? I, Cole's a wild card, though. He might end up starting Derek Carr. He traded for him. Derek Carr's yeah, in his starting lineup right now. Danny Dimes just cannot prove it to Cole. Can't prove it. Yeah, what goal. is I you know what? I, I feel like we should touch on a little trade controversy though, because both Stager and Cole told me that they didn't know their trade was gonna go through. And Stager, my matchup would have been a lot closer. I never did the math on Cole's, but I'm pretty sure if he had Corderell Patterson in there, he would uh that game would have been a lot different. Both those yep. guys uh uh were under the impression they wouldn't have those guys for that game on Sunday. So they like, both dude, that's why you don't make trades Sunday, Saturday night, or Sunday morning. <laughs> like, you know, if you, says, you put a trade, that's what I told him. I was like, I was like, it happens as soon as the commissioner okay's it. Yeah. And it says, oh, it has to. You have to wait. Yeah. And I looked on the um, Yahoo, and it said Andrew approved it. Right. Yeah. Andrew's name in a referee's uniform. And so, yeah, <laughs> that was interesting the way they do that. But um, yeah, you got to look at when that trade's being processed. I think I did um, it like. I think I did it like. An hour, like I think it was like an hour before a kickoff no, no. or something. Yeah, but I think I did it like two minutes after the trade actually came on in my in my email. Like I, I usually try to do those super quick, and, and if no I'm sh- involved, then Bob will do it. Yeah. They oh, is that, that a Sunday me. morning trade? Oh, yeah. those guys can't bitch about that. Yeah. They, no, no I think I got that. I think because like it's Sunday morning. Like I'm checking my app. <laughs> thing. I got the. I think I got the little pop up, and I was like, yeah, boom. I didn't even think of twice about it. I was like, all right, cool, whatever. So yeah, guys, you gotta, if you guys make trades, you know you got commissioners that are on top of it. You gotta you gotta step it up and be aware that you got players moving around. Those guys yeah. just set their lineup, set set the trade, and then relaxed for the next forty five yeah. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's only Sunday morning, forty minutes before game starts. <laughs> no pressure. Uh, there have been more trade. I just had. I must have not been monitoring the trades thus far. There's been a few, and I think. Smart for um, Staker to get rid of Cordell Patterson now. I, I don't think he continues to put this put this up as time goes on. Cordell Patterson was only I don't in the know, game. Man. He I was don't only know. in the game for 15 snaps last week, and he put up those numbers. No shit. Snaps. Yeah. Okay, but okay, this is my problem, and it goes back to like the Devin Hester highlights or the Devin Hester drop that Walker had last night. Like NFL coaches, I feel like, and offensive coordinators, they overthink. They get they let their egos get in the way of what makes logical sense. If you've got a freak of nature like Hester or Cordero Patterson, and he does get what he just did, space. 15 yeah. touches, why wouldn't you give this guy 30 touches? 
So you What's think he gets more touches now? Yeah, I well, mean, I, well, he probably won't because in real life, like, none of it makes sense. Like, why wouldn't – what's the – I don't – I've never understood that. Because he, he's, he's not – like, he's not a running back and he's not a wide receiver. He's both, right? And I think the logic is, is, like, the sets and, like, the, the kind of game plan they have, it doesn't involve him all the time. So how can you project that going forward with the amount of snaps he's getting now? Actually, I, I agree with you there because, like, I, I was expecting his highlights to look a lot different than what they were. He's not always going to come to – like, those touchdowns he caught, those back shoulders and stuff like that, like, that's something he has not done his entire career. So, like, I yeah, I, I think I, I agree with Dave a little bit here. He's Even though he's, gar- he's guaranteed carries, too, which is interesting. So, he's almost guaranteed four catches – Six or seven carries. That's ten touches. That's good enough for any fantasy player he's, in my mind. He's like the most efficient fantasy player ever to this to this point. He's like Alvin Kamara, right? Just touchdown, like low carries, touchdowns, low carries, touchdown. So I guess my question would be: Is do you think he gets better, or do you think he gets worse? Well, okay, is, but I don't think you can expect thirty-two points out of him every yeah. week because that's just that's nuts for. I mean, that's like a that's like one of Derrick Henry's best weeks, but. I think you can expect double digit points at a quarter because he's because he runs and because he catches and we're half point PPR. I think you can expect 10 to 15 points as almost a floor for him, which is I think is nuts. And then those games where he pops and gets a touchdown like I I yeah, no I think he's I think if I do think that he's going to end up being one of the most valuable uh wide receivers or running backs depending on how you look at it by the end of the year. Yeah, I, th- I agree with you both. I mean, I don't think he's going to stay this hot, but I think he's definitely going to cool down. But I think they might give him more opportunities because Mike Davis is not cutting it at running back. Mm-mm. Like, Coral Parrish is getting goal line carries. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. Fucker's he's huge, just get- too. He's, yeah. Well, and he's like Arthur Smith got in there and he's their coach now. And like, I don't know if he's calling plays or not, but he's clearly a point of focus. And he's like, every time he catches the ball, he's breaking something. So maybe it continues and maybe I'll have to eat crow on that. I think um, overall, I don't think you uh, trading for Derek Carr, Derek Carr lives on the waiver wire. Why would you trade for him? <laughs> right. He's like, <laughs> you can get quarterbacks like that on the waiver wire. The Galladay thing. Um, that's a I good, like, that's like a good that. buy low yeah. on Galladay. Real yeah, good so by low and Galladay. It's really Cor- Galladay, Cordell Patterson for Chase. I-, I think Cole won the trade for sure. I think Cole wins that trade. He gets Chase Edmonds. Um, you know, like these three, these three team trades, it's never like three great players for three great players, right? It's always like two shitheads and then like one guy. So it's really like a one for one. But in well, this case, I-, I think Cole got two Chark. players he can start. Yeah. Chark's, it's Char- Chark's on, or, uh, he's on the IR now. Hey, oh, we're going Word of advice for Cole and Stagger, and I'm not trying to pass judgment here, try to be higher, you know, more mighty than I should be, but very dangerous to make trades right before game start because you have no idea what's going to shake out during the games. I would just recommend next time, first off, know that I'm going to approve the trades pretty quick, or Bob is, but also you might want to wait until the end of the game, like games are through and you make sure the guys are healthy because there's a huge risk having a trade go through right before the game starts if you don't plan on actually starting those players that week. Point of fact, uh, Steger would, wouldn't have beat me even if he had Cordero Patterson. No, thank you. Is thank it because you, you score yeah, so many you. points, Walker? Is that why? Yeah, it's because yeah, yeah. I scored too many, yeah. Is it because you lead the league in points scored? Yeah. 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 Okay. Can you handle success, man? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. 
I'll, I'll believe when I see it. <laughs> um, before we get into the power rankings, I have a fantasy feelings question, okay, for both Uh-oh. of you. Okay. When you go, going into a Monday night, a Monday night game, would you rather be up by 13 with nobody playing or down by 13 with one guy playing? Oh, you go first, Drew. Down, 100%. Be, oh. I want to be on the attack. I don't want to be defensive. I want to be on the attack. I'll take the lead. I'll take the lead. Like last, <laughs> yeah, you would. yeah. It's like two different mindsets. Yeah, uh, I'll I'd take the lead. Be- yeah, because uh, it worked out for me last year. But uh, I just I, you got to make them score those points. You know what I mean? Those are guaranteed. Yeah, but I'm I'm, I'm totally withdrew on this. I'd rather be sitting there rooting for like nothing to happen, and when you don't have anything scoring, I think that's just a way worse feeling. It could be against offense, you know, Um, it's like taking the under, right? Rooting against a good game, rooting against high scoring. Okay. That's beautiful. Like I said, the move of the week, I think, in my opinion, is Damian Williams. Um, There's a few perplexing moves on there. We're not going to get into that today. I'm glad Lions is is alive. He picked up CJ Uzuma and JD McKissick. Um, I think he's reinvigorated. He's back in it. But anything, it's just a sign of life, which we're happy about. Um, All right, so let's get right into it. We're going to start from number 12. Um, You know, let's get into it. Like I said, we are doing it again. This is week four. We're going into week five this week. Um, Starting at number 12 on the Hawk Dog Power Rankings, the Tiger Fans. And in today's video, I want to show you a new piece of equipment that's just been released that will help you reduce the amount of time you spend scrubbing glass. And they're called Tiger Fins. Man, I love Cole's team. He's the only team that can start four running backs right now. Now that he's got Cordero Patterson. And he's just going to murder everybody with these rushing, with, the, with these points he's going to get from all his running backs. I love his running back core. And uh, he's got plenty of firepower to, you know, to sit and start and then pick and pull in the wide receiver department. I think he's he's really close to his final form right now. I agree. And with Cordell Patterson, you have like four and a half running backs now, right? Yeah. Um, that you can play. I think I, I implore Cole to start Danny Dimes this week. Your own four, you know, no holds barred. What do you got to lose? Um, I think you put Daniel Jones in there, and I look at his team right now, and he's well completely capable of rolling up two to three wins. And when you do that, people are going to come back a little bit. A glob's going to be created. We'll see what you can do, Cole. All right. Going into number 11, we have Build the Waller. Do you want to build a wall? Tor. Tor's falling on hard times, and uh, he's kind of making me look like a fool for picking him number one before the year. So uh, I kind of need you to personally step it up this week and get off the fucking schneid this week, Tor. Waller looked so good early on. I was like, I mean, I, like I wanted him so bad. If I had like fantasy envy, it was for him. But really, it's Kamara, it's Ridley. Those guys are underperforming. They're consistently yeah. not meeting their projection each week. And then, um, yeah, so I think that those two guys, I don't know exactly where he picked both of those guys, but I assume it was within like the first three or four picks. And when you have two of those guys underperforming, 
going to be over for. But like him and Cole have that matchup this week. Who can avoid the the longest you know, losing streak? I guess they could both win. Um, but you know, there's precious little evidence to suggest that's going to happen. Um, let's move on. We're going to go into number ten, former champ, the Wild Stallions. Steger put up a valiant effort this week, but uh, he just ran into a buzzsaw this weekend. Ran into the point, the points leader, and uh, <laughs> I didn't have anything to say after that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we, you, you, that was you didn't need to say that. We knew it. Um, but the pregnant yeah. pause. Um, okay, so he, I, aside from Drew's team, you read through his roster. I think he has the second best roster to this point. Um, I think he, I think he can get the most Walker. out of his <laughs> Um, did you just say that, Walker? No, no, no. I'm just, Walker's like, where do I fit into that? <laughs> yeah, I don't agree. Where's the team okay, with yeah, the most yeah. points scored? Fit into that? Yeah, the, the theme of this week. Yeah, um, yeah. I think Steger's done a hell of a good job putting this team together, and um, he's down in the dumps right now. Um, climb soon. All right, let's get into number nine on our power rankings. C murder.
Man, I love this team. I, you know, I didn't realize he was uh, he was two and two. I thought he got a. I thought he was going for three and one this weekend. But uh, Jesus Christ, Cooper Cup, Saquon Barkley, DK Metcalf, Dak. Uh, I mean, I yeah. I mean, you said it a couple weeks ago. This is my funnest team to root for too. Yeah, but but like, and then you and then you start looking at it. He won a championship in two thousand nineteen. Like, part of me rooting for him is me thinking that he needs someone to root. For like to root for his team, but he doesn't at all. No. Right. He's, a, he's <laughs> no. becoming a threat. He's becoming yeah. a threat. And he, he has Cooper cup, which is like, and then Barkley last week, Barkley starting to put together. He appears to be back. And so, now Trey Lance is starting too. not that he needs him, but Jesus, I mean, he might have two of the most mobile best performing quarterbacks in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So two and two, um, you know, when you're a two and two, you're like, okay, do I, I need to get to three and two. I need to pursue that glob. So we'll see what happens with Connor this week. Um, let's get into number eight. Coming in number eight, Mr. Fantastic. Mr. Bombastic. We want to some bombastic, romantic, fantastic lover. Shaggy. Mr. Lover, lover, lover. Mm. I'm Mr. Lova Lova, girl. Mr. Lova Lova, I'm Mr. Lova Lova. She call me Mr. Bombastic, tell me fantastic. Touch me on me box, she says I'm Mr. Romantic. Call me fantastic, touch me on me box, she says I'm Mr. Rose. Smooth, just like a silk. Jesus Christ, lines. Oh, man, his receivers are amazing. They certainly crushed me. Mike Williams, uh, don't try and get that guy from Lions. Uh, he's completely irrational about that, about Mike Williams. But uh, I like him. I like it a lot. I'm a receiver-heavy guy. I know uh, bragging about your receiver core is like bragging about your tan if you're in Hawaii, but I do, and so does Lions. Yeah, so I like him. You're standing firm on that take. Don't brag about your receivers. I like it. He's a, just a big Noah Fant guy. I've noticed that. I think he'll probably have Noah Fant until Noah Fant ends his career. But um, honestly, looking at him last week, scoring all those points, I'm going into a matchup with him this week. Um, once again, Lines puts together a really, really good um, quarterback, receiver. He loves Devontae Adams. He's once again back in the mix, picking up guys on the waiver wire. We have a reinvigorated Lions, and I say that because, you know, he's active on the waiver wire, and he got rid of P. Ryan. The psychological, you know, he just dumped that. He dumped him on the waiver wire and he will stay there because he's P Ryan. All right. Um, we have a coming in at number seven, Miles High Club. Do 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 ta tam Tam my tung tam kap chandai. Do 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 the tam 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 I 
I like Luke Duke's team. I really think, especially at the bottom seven, he's the most consistent. You know, everybody's kind of booming or busting right now, but Luke Duke's really staying level, and I think he's weathering the storm. So if he can get through this tough spot, I think he's going to be, you know, right at the top six, right at the top four probably at the end. Yeah, he, he just had a, a stinker against me last week. Um, he was projected to beat me by like 11 or 12, but he just had guys underperform. Um, and like I said, Aaron Jones, Najee Harris, Benton Roethlisberger cannot stop throwing to the flats. So I think he's going to get a lot of, um, yeah, <laughs> a lot Jamar of Chase. points. And L- L- Lamar, I think people were down on Lamar before the year and he's back, um, back performing. Oh, yeah. And yeah, a tough, a tough matchup um, in, in those top seven or in those bottom you know, five or six, he's one of those guys you don't want to face. Um, that Odell Beckham trade he made was, I think that's going to be prove really, really crucial for him. He was wide open last week. He just got missed like four times. I think down the stretch, Baker can, you know, pull his head out of his ass. Odell Beckham's going to, he's going to make his team uh, one of the toughest. Okay. We have our first shakeup on the power rankings this year. Coming in at number six, Koo. And the gang. I shouldn't be up here. I should be back in school on the other side of the ocean. Yet you all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. And yet I'm one of the lucky ones. We got another uh, Mr. Consistent right here. Uh, he hasn't had shit for points scored against him, but I, when you look at his lineup, I mean, you can't find any weaknesses. So I, I love these guys. Of course, I don't have them higher than me, but I think these guys are a lot like Luke Duke. He's really similar, and uh, he's been really consistent too. Yeah, but he, he can't like this. You know, we're putting nah. it back. We're changing the power <laughs> rankings. We did it. We did. You know, points against Walker's been looking at it. Um, you know. <laughs> sparingly the last few days um but we you know we're putting grady back um he usually has a really good dress he's really consistent um but a couple of these guys are underperforming the clyde edward hilaire experience isn't going too well and then robert woods has just been non-existent so yeah, um Grady's team is so good he's so good he's yeah he's, he's gonna be fine but i know this is almost hilarious Grady. we're just fucking with you because you're probably the one that listens to this the most but still your, your you're, team is yeah. as good as walkers just so you know yeah. Not quite. You you might be a, you you got potential, kid. Okay. Oh my god. God, I hate you. <laughs> um, all right, coming in at number five on this week's power, power rankings, begrudgingly, Kareem Supremes.
now we're talking the most beautiful two performances this week with the, my two W's and put me to the top of the points. I don't know how it's possible because I had the lowest points the other two weeks. And I also have my top four picks out this week, too. So you guys better be scared. <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. We're, Dave, Dave you that- know how it's possible? Look at Tyreek Hill's card, and you'll know exactly how the Kareem Supremes are doing. Tyreek Hill is your team. Week one, 42.1 last week, 4.4 and 7.2. Yeah, Tyreek Hill represents your team. And yes. if you look at some of his past uh, legal incidents, that was that's not the greatest thing in the world. Um, uh, yeah, you, He's not getting caught. You're boom or bust. Um, so this, these four games, whoever you're playing this week, should beat the piss out of you. Um, but I will say this. You scored 160 with like four of your first dra- draft picks out. Um, I think it's a bunch of lucky bullshit, but you still did it. So um, you're killing in points for you can't handle success. Your head's inflated, um, but you're still there. And you can say fuck it to all of us, right? And let's not forget about Dawson Knox. He's starting in the lineup. <laughs> I got a tight end now. Let's go. And you have – why do you have three – you know what they say, if you have three San Francisco running backs, you really have none. So I don't know yeah, what you're doing there. That's what they say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to move on, thankfully, uh, to number four in the power rankings. Dropping down from number one to number four, cooking with gas. With gas, cause broiling so clean. The flame consumes the smoke and grease, you know what I mean. And when I bake a pie to put on the sill, myself cleaning oven takes care of any spill. Cooking with gas, cooking with gas. We all cook better when we're cooking with gas. Gas is so hot, it's not on when it's off. It's the only way to cook. That's, That's what, what we were taught. I cook with gas cause the stovetop's cool when you use electric ignition and natural gas fuel. In the summertime, it's especially fitting, so if you can't stand the heat, come into my kitchen. The injury bug has hit these guys a little bit, but, uh, ooh, and the schedule's not uh, favorable this week either for him, is it? But, uh, you know, I expect Dak to bounce back. uh, Yeah. After this week, I think Art will have a good week the following week. It's just not his week this week. Yeah. Uh, You know, I look at his team and I get, like, similar vibes to mine last year. Good team, but, like, a lot of white, boring guys. I Maybe Thielen just does that. And when I look at Thielen, I miss him dearly, by the way. He's having a great year. <laughs> um, but he, he, he's he got guys that get in the end zone. He's got productive catch guys like Beasley. Nico Hines gets a ton of carries. He's not a guy um, – probably not a wire guy. He kind of, kind of half and half on there. Um, but I, I love the rugs. Uh, start here. I guess Halakit will probably replace that, but losing Montgomery's huge. So he's been the bell cow for our team thus far, um, apart from Cook. So we'll see how he adjusts to that, but I'm sure he would have loved to have had uh, Damian Williams, and that's why he handcuffed, right? Yep. Perfect. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into our top three. Um, coming at number three, uh, Mr. Hernia, the Dementors. <laughs> um, listen, Doctor, this friend of mine's been experimenting a little with steroids and uh he's been having a lot of wet dreams could there be a connection between those two douglas get off the juice and as far as the nocturnal emissions why don't you take a swim buy a shirt with no holes in it find a beautiful vahine and take her to dinner tell my friend he said so mr big pick you know this guy is uh creeping up the board at least on my board of being the best drafter we got uh he got the Chubba Hubbard trade, you know. I mean, he just cannot go through a season without cha- without trading, without trying to screw up his drafting. But 
I like Bob. I just hope he doesn't make too many moves and gets too nervous because this is a good team. I think when he when he talks about lifting things and like work, Bob, don't work out. I think he secretly likes that. I think he's like, oh, they think I work really hard. You know, um, that has nothing to do with his fantasy team. But I, you know, I think we need to stop reinforcing that. Um, Bob, I'm sorry for Mike Davis, although you're responsible for picking your players. Debo Samuel, I think, has been the pick of the year so far. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so easily far. the pick of the year. So, um, and and then we could also say that Jonathan Taylor's probably been the opposite of that, and they both exist on one team. Bob has Bob does not have a lot of negativity. He does not. He's inherently positive guy but around the seahawks man that's where it all comes out so um i I was just (laughs) fascinated by all the negative texts with like 12 minutes ago in the first quarter of last week's seahawks game bob relax deep breathing you know walk around the house a little bit less pre-workout be mentally healthy um all right let's move on to number two judge judy hey jude don't make it bad take a sad song and make it better remember to let her into your heart then you can start to make it better hey jude don't be afraid Surprisingly, I like these guys. You know, you're another consistent team. Uh, Mike Gusecki and Keith Higgins, Deontay. I mean, you really do have the deep cut guys, Crowder. You're, uh, <laughs> you've been doing a lot of studying on the Say pot. what you want. Say, say, say it from your chest. Say what you want to say. Michael Carter, Mike. I mean, uh, if I'm the guy that takes all the names, you're the anti-name guy. Yeah. Your, yeah. your roster's turning into Matt Lyons' ideal roster, man. You're starting two Jets. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm, there's, like a Venn, there's like a growing Venn diagram with me and Lyons. Um, yeah. Brian Edwards on your squad, too? And I, I'm, I'm thinking about um, doing the two, the Gusecki, uh, the lethal Gusecki Goddard start this week. Um, uh, uh, so stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned. Um, and I've oh, but Mixon's hurt. What do you say? I didn't see, Mixon's hurt. I didn't see that. That just makes your team look a little. He also has like the, uh, the 666 as the projection. Why wouldn't you just make that 6.67? <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> just don't start him. Yeah, do have a starting lineup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I also ha- I got the Steelers defense off the waiver wire. I cannot believe somebody dropped them. Um, what? Yeah. And so. You got I three have... defenses, though. You know what they say about people with three defenses, right? What? Yeah, they you don't know. have one. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> don't, cut, don't cut that. Don't cut that. Leave like 10 seconds of pause right after that as well. Because that's what it felt like. 
All right. We have a number one this week. He happens to be here with us. Previously, he said he was at a 10 out of 10 out of confidence. I believe a 12 out of 10. Um, coming in number one, the Super China Buffet numero uno. <laughs> He's tough. He has two un- unreal rookies in Devonta Smith and Jalen Waddle. I mean, there's a Jamar Chase is on that on that list too. But Jesus Christ, his running backs are really. I don't know how DeAndre Swift gets as much production as he does. Catches, catches. Yeah. He gets second yards after catch this year. Hawkinson, man, he's falling. His hair. He looks like I don't even know what kind of like a King Corso dog. <laughs> um, but, like I said, I'm I'm jealous. But the Drew, the um, I I was in the gym and I was like they had the the Minnesota Vikings game on. I remember you asked me how does it feel, Dave, to be watching the Vikings. I know why you asked me that now because it was just Madison Jefferson, Madison Jefferson, Madison. It was Jefferson. crazy. That was crazy. Yeah, it was um, crazy. Yeah. That yeah. Um, as of right now, um, the best team clearly. Um, the bench is. A little boring, but I get it. The game well pick is really, really good. Sanders isn't produ- producing that much. I appreciate they have Pat Freer move, you know, whoever that guy is. Um, but the, the one thing about it is he's three and one is underperforming. So Pat Freer is the highest ranked tight end from PFF's rankings or whatever since Rob Gronkowski's highest rookie tight end in terms of their rating since Rob Gronkowski. At the end of the year, everyone at the first be a house. Future household name. I tried to warn you guys about <laughs> Logan Thomas last year. Nobody was listening. So Fryermuth is the next guy. You're you're like always a year off. On you know <laughs> yeah. One, one of the mo- yeah, you're right. One of the most satisfying things in the world, man, is when you draft a handcuff like Madison and you don't expect anything from him. And like week three, I get to start him and he just goes huge. It's just like the most gratifying feeling. You the drafted him? Payoff. The handcuff yeah. payoff for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, good foresight, man. And you're you're projected to get 140 this week. That's crazy of a 140 projection. Tor has a 139, even though he's 0-4. Um, all right, fellas, that's the end of the power rankings. Let's do one bold prediction before we go. I will start. My bold prediction this week is that Tor gets his first win, beats Stegger. Oh, you think he beats Cole? I, they're not playing. But, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. In the, no, he plays Cole. No, you play. Oh, do, am no. I in a different week? 
No. Yeah. Cole, it's, Cole, it's Cole versus. Oh, you're right. You're yeah. Right. I did fuck that yeah. up. Man, you're fucking up right now. All right, what's your bold <laughs> prediction? Is it, is it have nothing to do with fantasy like that Russell Wilson, Wilson prediction you made? Uh, my my bold prediction is that Cole, Cole beats Bob. Oh, Bob, your team sucks. All right, Drew, <laughs> what's, your, what's your prediction? My bold prediction is that Connor's going to beat Grady, and Grady's going to live up to our, us having him slide down the power ring. Yeah, you, you, yeah. Grady shakes the fist in the air right now. Pound the table. Um, he, this is a, this is a, this is still a pro Grady podcast, but today has been anti Grady scene. Sorry, Clue and the gang. Just being real with you. All right, we're gonna sign off this week. Hot Talk Report is gonna come at you every other week, bi-weekly. So we'll, we'll wait another week, and we'll see you guys in a couple weeks. All right, fellas. Peace, Peace out, guys.